Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash radio, and you can get access to over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. everyone oh get that e3 fucking rush get it get it out of your system your brains your your mouths your ears just only 358 days until e3 2019 yeah is that the right i actually i don't know what's happening shoulder to shoulder fucking madness just oh man false entitlement Oh, outdated and completely do you, arcade. I've, I've, do you like do you like selling swag on eBay to pay for your ticket to go to E3? Well, guess what? Twenty nineteen is your fucking year. Yeah. Do you want to abuse your press privileges to get that cyberpunk fucking statue out on eBay for five hundo or less just because you were lucky enough to cover for your fucking outlet? Sure. I mean, yeah. Do, do you do you like having food trucks? Outside telling you that you're a piece of shit, then fucking go California. Sorry, George. I'm sure that's hey, probably no, not. D- d- all okay, California. real talk. Real talk. The the food trucks are the best part. They I mean, are... yeah. I when I was in Anaheim, it actually was pretty dope. So I'm I'm not gonna lie. That was kind of all right. No, dude. And like, the... but the ones at E3 are apparently bullshit. Just from I don't know. What they're it they're great. Like, I don't know. And like, I I'm not been I'm not been to E3, so you'd be the only person to know this from experience. Yeah, d- dude. Just like you, you can't really find a lot of trucks that do good fucking veggie kebab on a stick. And I'll tell you, like, there was calamari on a stick too. Like, there's a bunch of it. And you know what? Devolver was around all the best trucks that I could remember. But I don't know. Lately, if anything, just mm, I, I would. <laughs> I would have to say that the trucks aren't enough to make there. There's less bullshit, but less of the weird bullshit, like all the th- shit in like Hall K, where like I don't know. I I think now that the public is given access to E3 with the right admission, of course, um, all the weird stanky shit that like from like years past of E3 is gone. Like E3 actually looks like a professional event. I don't know how to feel about it. I just <laughs> I wanted to. It, it's weird because it looks way more professional than it actually is. I want it the other way around. Mm-hmm. I want it to be more professional than it looks. But yeah, yeah. you can't you can't have it both ways though, man. That's just the way it works. That's the nature of the beast. No, Sarah, would you would you be more excited about going to E three if they had Big Eight at all the uh, the food trucks and all the concession stands? <laughs> I'd be surprised if they had Big Eight at all the concessions and food or, trucks. Or ketchup flavored chips because I know that's also a thing that we mm. didn't know about here. Those, those are pretty good, but I'd go for dill pickle instead. If that idiot oh. keeps slapping more tariffs, we'd be lucky to get anything neat from Canada. <laughs> so, like, yeah. fair, fair. Well, yeah, topical. I mean, it's it's, uh, it's it's we're we're getting hard hit up here too. You know, there's a marked uh, effort to promote French's brand condiments rather than Heinz up here now because of these tariffs. French is all right. I'm 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 down. Does French is okay. okay, but does French even make ketchup though? Yeah. Mm. 
I've yeah, never I saw, had French saw it just today, in fact, yeah. I, I knew they yeah. were like on the mustard game for sure. Like, oh yeah, like, like like French's mustard for sure. But I didn't know they were okay. I think I think it's made and bottled up here in Quebec or something like that. Right on. Well, Spo- sponsored by French's. Hmm. But I, not really. But not really. But if they want to, they can send me some mustard. I, dude, yeah. I don't know. Heinz, Heinz <laughs> lost all the appeal that they did with me the moment they went with like they they did away with the colored ketchup, and now in this weird tour, no, 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 in this weird twist of events, Nickelodeon fucking works out Viacom out of like one evil corporation extending their fucking hand to the next works out a collab with Walmart so great foods in collaboration with Nickelodeon has their own brand of like slime flavored or or slime colored fucking ketchup get out of here yeah I'm not kidding lord (laughs) come on it it, it's so it it, like of all the fucking of all the other brands to collaborate with but um, it's messed up. <laughs> it, it is. Coming it, soon, Boomerang and Aldi's. That that hot collab <laughs> that you never knew that you wanted. But now you do. Yeah. But now you do. Bel- coming soon, <laughs> fucking Toonami and uh, below livable minimum wage. Fucking like, ah, oh, oh, dude. Yeah. I um, kind of kind of bummed out that that happened. Um, but Speaking no. Speaking about I, being bombed. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, no. Actually, if if you guys want to hear, and I'm trying to, I can't remember the, um, I can't remember the brand name, but like the, I'm looking it up right now, just with, uh, just so I can put it in the show notes. But my thing has actually been Australian ketchup. It is fucking so good. There's a crocodile on the label. Uh, that's all I remember. But it's it's got this spicy tang to it. Um, I'm trying to remember the fucking name of it. Oh, here, found it. Oh, it's literally just Australian ketchup, the ketchup for grown-ups. Oh, shit. <laughs> Man. That's literally they, the name they, of the ketchup. They, they did not have to try there. They're like, no, yeah. and they just flat out just fucking put a crock just chilling um, or one of the other seven deadly fucking animals that you can find in that continent. Like, all the animals. Seven. That... The, whole can- the whole continent wants to kill you. No, but they represent it. Like, it's weird. They're like. They're like horocruxes. Like they all, they're each like representing <laughs> one part of the animal kingdom. Like there's flying foxes that can kill you, and then there's like a fucking like a spider that flies, and then there's like a fucking oh, fuck like a snake with telekinesis. I don't know, dude. Like Australia, yeah. <laughs> but goddamn, their nope. ketchup is great. And then thirty foot uh, alligators, of course. Oh god, right? of course, dude. obviously starting Which, out, and they make wonderful ketchup. I cannot tell you guys enough. The crocs gonna, too. Holy cow, that's impressive. I would. But I, I I don't I don't fuck with ketchup that much to be like I need to have a specific brand like unless you're that person that puts ketchup on their like eggs and yeah. mac and cheese and dude you mm, you put ketchup on all my my favorite thing when I did my used God. to eat meat my, my, was I'm gonna, uh, clo- I'm gonna go ahead and close a Skype call right now I'm gonna go ahead and disconnect <laughs> you know, right man, now. my favorite like uh poor kid meals like the kind where like your parents work too much and they didn't really leave you with a whole lot of like uh skill like they didn't leave you with a viable skill set to make anything fucking decent to eat uh was spam and ketchup like just at least you had spam, spam. Uh, at least you had spam that's actually not a bad staple to have when you're now, like living the struggle yeah man but i, I, I love cold spam so i would just like mm, scrape all mm. the jelly off and then slice it up like a sandwich Fry- fried bologna sandwiches were like Something to look forward to. Back, that better yeah. be the next Splatoon thing. I, I, if the, if this next Splatoon <laughs> Spam, thing is cold spam, spam versus, versus hot spam, I'll fucking okay. get behind it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, 
So I do like ketchup on like uh, if I have like a, an English muffin with egg, I'll put like ketchup on I'm that with and some salt and pepper. But I'm yeah, with um, Dude, that's amazing. Maybe can not I have like friend straight you both eggs. on Skype somehow. Like I mean, you I, can tr- I, I, you can try, but it's going to be hard. How do, how do I change my contact list? Man, your palate is just <laughs> weird and boring. I I'm sorry. My, buddy. That's that's fair. Okay, but yeah, of course we eat the shit ton of like mayonnaise, so you're you're probably that's right. That's disgusting. <laughs> I eat corn and mayonnaise, mayonnaise huh? on this. Yeah, pretty like much. Like anybody any yeah. inhuman monster that's, that's called that that that's called an Ohio casserole. <laughs> oh my <laughs> 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 Any fucking monster that puts together uh, ketchup and mayonnaise, oh man, I can't, I can't for the life of me. Um, See now, that's not such a bad combination it, on a it, hamburger. Ah, uh, it's all bad. Um, or, or mayonnaise and cream cheese. Like, what the fuck is wrong? Oh with god you? damn! You only do that if See, you mistakenly got up. one white condiment for the other. Like, you yeah. don't do that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> you, you like spread it. You're like, ah, shit! I got the wrong tub again. They're they're color coded for a reason. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, uh, God, enough of our gross dietary habits. It's E3 2018. We are gonna, we're gonna go ahead and skip. I mean, why, why the fuck would we do news? There's no point in it. Um, E3 is now this coming. This is the gone. news. Yeah, <laughs> we we have plenty of stuff to come out uh, over the weekend for reviews. But aside from that, we've also um, low key have just been monitoring, watching, and observing. Uh, all of these showcases, reveals, and well, lack thereof, because the internet doesn't know how to keep anything. Um, yeah, it's funny. Wh- who who got the shaft for it? Walmart Canada. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Was Walmart Canada this yeah. year. They were the uh, had the dubious honor of being like the E three, uh, which is weird because some pre show the E three pre show. I don't know what much. Ubisoft Way is trying to, to do because Splinter Cell fucking like was seen among those uh, like that little cavalcade of secret releases, but. Mm. We didn't hear shit about Splinter Cell. But anyway, uh, we're going to break down every conference and presser, every big announcement, every little announcement, anything that we felt deserved any sort of notice or attention um, here on the newest episode of Press Pause Radio, Press Pause Radio number 111. Uh, Ooh, those triple digits, I like it. Yeah, make a wish. Um, but aside from that, let's go ahead and get the show on the road. <laughs> Guys, Sarah's really sick. He's a trooper. I kind of feel bad that he's recording right now with us, but he he's sticking it out. So yeah, E3 E3 has made his uh, immune system just kind of fall apart. Hmm. Kind of. Well, kind of. Yeah. It's, it's definitely gotten me under the weather. That's for sure. You you were streaming some hardcore uh, over the weekend uh, before this recording. I know you were playing some fourteen. I saw there the other night. And oh yeah, that was what yeah. Friday. Yeah, yeah last Friday night, night we we had like this crazy marathon. I was I was playing Tiny Barbarian. Tiny Barbarian <laughs> at the so end. Good. And like I got to like one of the big bosses, and I'm like, I know I can do this, but it, it turns out I couldn't beat him. And uh, yeah, I did beat him today though, thankfully. So there you go. But there's nice. there's a whole other part to it. So I'm like, okay, cool. I can I can take more tiny barbarian. Sure. Um, we've been playing a bunch of uh reviews. 
uh, here, but like one of them is like super late, but I'm like trying to get shit together. Is uh, we've been playing Kirby Star Allies, and man, a game, it's super fun, but it is so not worth the sixty dollars price tag. It is one of the shortest mm. Kirby games I have ever played in my life. And see, that was the thing that I most I was most concerned about. I'm like, oh, really, Kirby for seventy nine ninety nine? I think not. Well, no, it's like, only got four worlds and like uh, like oh, thirty levels. On. Like even that's yeah, yeah. Dude, like like 35 or 40 levels at most it was kind of a bummer. baby baby's baby's first action platformer too right so it's no like dude super it was super, it's super fun though like yeah. it, it does a lot of stuff that like it's definitely one oh of yeah the best. like don't get me wrong kirby is always a fun time but not 80 dollars fun i keep forgetting about that that canadian markup hmm. thanks walmart canada yeah yeah thanks <laughs> oh, cool. the, the noive um, but yeah, we've got Sarah here and he's toughing it out and he did, I didn't get a chance to catch, um, all the streams though. I really, really, really enjoyed, if you guys haven't gotten a chance to check it out and he's already published it on the site, but we'll post a link to it. Um, his side-by-side comparison of Ikaruga over the years and the various formats available. That's one of the finest videos he's done yet. You guys definitely need to check that out. Oh, and I so much more than that. It's. Wholeheartedly agree with you there. I, <laughs> I do too. It's, um, I, I, I think I think the Dreamcast made the right version choice. is the most superior. I enjoy it's, it on uh, Wii U, but only for convenience. It was a side by side by side by side by side comparison. Yeah, I, all in alternate universes, alternate time streams. Yeah, yeah. No, Dreamcast is so good. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like strangely enough, it's still fairly. Aff- I mean, uh, I I know I don't know if hundred dollars is affordable, but I'll take hundred dollars over anything else at Sega on it. Like, it is. It's, it's definitely affordable compared to other versions. Yeah, like I think the cube version even still fetches. Uh, like you know what though, and you will disagree with me. And we've we've went round and round on this before, but uh, fuck Bongayo. Like God, I can't I can't imagine why the game is as expensive as it is. It's not. It's not like, really though. It's it's less expensive than Ikaruga. That's for sure. Really? Oh man, I remember it being dog shit expensive, like way. Well, okay, maybe the U.S. version, but like the Japanese version, you can get it for as little as like sixty U.S. Yeah, dude, just that's nothing. Oh no, man. Um, I don't... I, I bought I bought Koryun for nearly six eighty Canadian. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm working nothing. on... Nothing. It's nothing. I'm working on, because we're... I'm planning to do this, like, breakdown of the Panzer Dragoon series. It's going to be one of our first press pod video specials. We're gonna we're all going to work on it and do something really neat, so I'm excited to get that out on our uh, on our website and YouTube and all that, but, like, to get uh, together, like, a authentic copy of uh, Saga, uh, plunking down 650. Woof. Yeah. And it's like 900 Canadian. Yeah, dude. It's pretty much the price of a ticket to E3. Mm, pretty much. Yeah, man, which, fuck, E3. And Andrew, yes, we, sir. we skipped out on E3 again this year in terms of going, but are you ready to, are you ready to go to that shit next year? Because I, I hmm. think you've just gone to the wrong food trucks. It might be. You might be right. It might have been a mistake on my part to go after the uh, fucking... Uh, well, I would say it's a mistake to go to the vegan option, but going to the vegan option, not knowing you're going to the vegan option, and you're like, oh, what's this? Hey, man, um, but, every mm-hmm. like every option, like, dude, you want to talk about a publisher that throws amazing parties with as far as their appetizers and hors d'oeuvres? It's definitely Deep Silver because, uh, God, 
I one of the it was Dead Island that they were promoting. I think it was not was it Dead Island too? The one where they were on the island. I mean, they're on the island the, 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 both games. Sorry. No, De the Dead one? Island and Dead Island Riptide. 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 Thank you. Yeah, that yeah. was the one. Mm -hmm. There is no Dead Island two. And then there, I don't know yeah, why I said... which which is interesting because I know that's something I was going to bring up during our conversation was the fact that we're getting a Dying Light two before we get Dead Island two. I like I'll take <laughs> that's that. kind of fucking crazy to me. I'll take it. I mean, well, yeah. if we're, if we're being honest, the Dying Light, I Dying Light was one of those weird. Um, I mean, I think it performed better uh, critically than it did commercially, but like the fact that that like notice was taken with that like really says something. Mm -hmm. I, I I love that I nobody caught me saying Dead Island, the game that takes place on island. You know, just I don't know. But well, like, I, said, so I was I was just about to make com a comment, but uh, then uh, Toast spoke up. So there you go. Incorrectly yes. by saved, saying that Riptide was saved. the one that was on island, which I don't think it is. <laughs> yeah, is it? Is it? Is it on? I, I don't know. I don't. It's like a swamp or something. I some, think some or, or shit, like man. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. As as we mentioned in the breakdown, um, we weren't there, but we still have a lot of uh, candid responses, and uh, we'll like happily sit in our uh, fucking pundit chairs to go ahead and discuss our thoughts and uh, impressions of of uh, this year's Electronic Entertainment Expo. Um. Or Electronic Three, as uh, as the internet has dubbed it to be, um, and kind of go from there. We'll try to kind of go in order, but um, we'll just try to cover every release or anything that was noteworthy. Um, and then yeah, aside from that, um, episode we'll, we'll 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 do some house cleaning at the end of the show. But until then, let's go and start. <laughs> EA man, um, which was Saturday, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Which so when Saturday. the fuck yeah. did it start Saturday? They keep on pushing further and further away from the Sunday night, and yeah, now we're into like Saturday afternoon. I like think, it's it's the... it's it's like this weird. Like I feel like E3 has jet lag now. Like I just like people are just like, oh, it's only Tuesday. Like it feels like it's weird. Like you you kind of used to use which that... which is actually the start of E3 is Tuesday. Yeah. And it's like, well, this is like our fourth day here, but we're just now starting E3. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude, it it is a what a weird spectacle it's turned into. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, EA man, I all right, I am genuinely interested in uh, Battlefield Five. I feel like what they're doing with Battlefield Five personally is they're kind of going back to what worked in one. And kind of just applying like that sensationalism with uh, two, but I don't know. Kind of, like they're really leaning in hard into like what Frostbite Engine can do. Like I don't think I I've seen uh, any of the after effects that like in previous Battlefield games. Much like I've seen here. And honestly, I don't know that that the name Battlefield really lost its clout with me with uh, with five and four. Mm -hmm. Um, or, I'm sorry, not five. Uh, with four, I should say. I don't know. Five is the new one christ um but i 
I'm kind of interested in the fact that like it like EA or I don't know, I think Dice is uh trying to really go back into competitive deathmatch and, and try not to um I haven't seen any temptation towards Battle Royale, but I feel like they hinted at like the fact that there is a possibility for Battle Royale, right? Kind, yeah, like near the end of it, they kind of teased a possibility, of, but I don't think they've confirmed that. Um, I do feel like this is an interesting battlefield now because we're uh, basically uh, after the controversy of Star Wars and the loot box thing. So Battlefield is always known to have a premium pass, which is like a year-long mm-hmm. access to crates and access to content and maps. And apparently from what I can recall of this reveal is that they're going away with the premium pass, and I believe the content's going to be free. Um, but I'm sure there has to be a monetary I think something there. I there. there is rumblings that there is going to be like an in-game currency where they were actually like as weird as it sounded because it i mean they didn't outright say it but like just based on like discussion that i've like kept up with it sounds like it's gonna work a lot like capcom's approach with street fighter 5 which i think so like game is a platform thing where you can buy it or you can use it within game yeah which takes a fucking long time to earn, just from telling you, like, from experience of unlocking these Street Fighter Five costumes. Well, I mean, that's what to, they were... to get fight money to unlock them takes a long fucking time if you it don't does. play it often. And, and honestly, I mean, they they did that too with uh, Battlefront, but they did it so poorly. It, yeah, initially, absolutely, yeah, like so, really, really bad. Yeah, so I'm kind of hoping that they like get an economy in there that isn't like just so fucking lopsided and and intimidating to the point where like that it's engineered to like get more but again this is EA so who knows i just i'd imagine though that they learn from it they learn as yeah, you mentioned yeah I, I i think they have to i think they have to rebound in a big way to kind of win back their audience or win back the people that you know have been burned so poorly with everything going on um and I think, I mean, Battlefield, the only thing I can say about Battlefield that I'm interested in is that obviously the controversy surrounding the female protagonist and everyone getting all upset about that. And Dice just saying, then don't fucking play it. Like, play I'm it. glad they're, I'm glad they're like, okay, like, hey, you have a choice as a consumer. If you don't want to buy it, you don't want to play it, then don't buy it. Don't play it. Like, we don't care. I, so good. Like, that's the way it should always be. If I dollar for every MRA neck bearded douchebag that just, like, screamed historical inaccuracy, like, they screamed it with fervor even more screechier than not all men. Like, and I, it's video games, man. Like, they're not supposed to be, fa- like, historically accurate. They're not supposed to be factual. They're video games, but man. But, I, I mean, just... It's not the medium for that. Just some of the discourse that I've got to the point where, like, even people that were pr- more progressively minded, like, for some reason felt, like, threatened and just stating, like, this just feels like pandering. I'm like, how, dude? There were women on the front line. And then, like, oh, she's got, like, a steampunk bionic arm? No, fuck you. She is, like medicinal prosthetics that were provided yeah. to fucking soldiers. Like, <clears throat> I, I dare any... Giant hooks, right? Like, yeah, that's like, not bionic. That's not bionic. bionic. What the, do you even know what bionic is? Static. Bitch. There was a <laughs> Static prosthesis. I just... Uh. Uh, I'm sorry, Sarah. I didn't mean to let my anger, like... No, that's all right. I was just going to say, it's like, it's a static prosthesis. What do you want? <laughs> just... Bruh. Like, I I can't even begin this. I don't even know where to start in terms of, but, but just the fact that, like, a lot of that. I think that's a big theme 
And I'm so happy that a lot of the industry and then are, there have been a lot of vocal uh, developers and programmers, and they've done so without any sort of backlash or repercussion, have just vocally said, you know what, man? Fuck you guys. You guys who are mm -hmm. talking this shit, our games aren't for you. Good. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I, it, it boggles my mind. I honestly can't understand how like statistically like it's already been proven that this is it, this is an industry and culture that is no longer dominated like by and like again a, a lot of that has been brought to light a lot of the changes just alone from like our personal awareness within the last nine years of fucking like running this goddamn brand but you would think like it just i don't know man it it gets under my skin but Mm -hmm. Um, I'm looking forward, aside from that, aside from the fact that, like, Battlefield Five will be as inclusive and as, um, as progressive as it is in, in its, uh, inclusion, uh, of all walks of life, uh, and, and whatnot, I am definitely interested in seeing how they're going to carry out that in the climate that we're in now, with uh multiplayer shooting games and and especially the fact that like they're they're trying to not repeat previous mistakes so i am interested in that but aside from that um ea didn't really have a whole lot uh fifa um i mean i honestly feel like they had a, a good game to show but initially when they showed it i wasn't super pumped about it I think it wasn't until after their presser and they kind of started talking more about it with other outlets that I started to get more interested in it. But I, I, I think I'm maybe kind of coming around on Anthem. And it's not so much because everyone's been talking about Anthem, but they've kind of reassured and really kind of driven the point home that as a Bioware game, it's going to have stories, it's going to have characters, it'll have that content. But unfortunately, like in the EA press conference they show nothing of that they show just the multiplayer just the gameplay like nothing of the story of the narrative and that's what really kind of had me scared was but they've I, done the I same don't... thing before and you know what they've done that with andromeda which we saw how that turned out yeah <laughs> yeah um and i just I, I was concerned because i think anthem to me was sounding like their take on like titanfall meets destiny and I was like, well, I already have both those games, so why would I want Anthem? What's, what do they bring to the table that's going to make it any more uh, of a different experience? And I, I, I want that Bioware storytelling, and if they can't produce that, then I have no reason to play it. But they've reassured and said that it's going to be in it, but I, we've seen nothing of it, like, I, at all. They've shown nothing of that. As, as, as jaded as, as this might sound, I think Bioware is peaked. In, in what they feel they can do narratively, especially with the fact that they are nowhere near um, the the driving force that they were those years ago. Like, sure. as, as weird as it sounds, um, just the news that there aren't going to be any sort of romancing options, romance system. I'm <laughs> which, they, which, which they since went back on, and like I guess apparently uh, Casey Hudson was heard to have said, well, m maybe maybe we'll, we'll, we'll change that. Like, they're doing the kind of like Star Wars thing where it's like, well, they they wanted this, so we have to change everything now because they said they wanted it. Like, I don't think they're really hard-pressed on, like, no, no romance options, no, nothing like that. I think they're even kind of starting to back up on that now, too. Yeah, but, like, it, but that's the point I'm trying to drive, though, is I don't... I want to see my mechs fuck. <laughs> I'm down. I want <laughs> I, I want mech on mech. No, hardcore. I just want, I want I want it to happen in a mech. If it happens in a mech, I'm even. That's even cooler. I like. I want cheesy steamed glass and all. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. 
I mean, but I mean, but that's the only if, way like, to go, Mac, right? Like, was okay. Never mind. I don't want to get into the specifics <laughs> of it. <laughs> it was gonna uh, be yeah. Some oh Cho man, Niki I can't even. On there for a second. Oh dude, it starts with an M. Sarah, help me. It's one of your favorite anime properties, and I love it too. But I can't think of it at the moment. Probably so Macross. Been, uh, Thank what, you, Macross. M, or, or, or Sarah, what if Macross had that sweet fucking? I mean, doesn't it already? But does it already? It kind of does, yeah. Sarah, if you if, watch Macross, oh, hold on a second. buddy, Is he, still... he, he 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 might be jerking it right now. If he, we're talking about Max, no, 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 I had to, I had it on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had. I was gonna say Macross. Because... It, it sounded like we were talking about. Oh we no, did we're, we talking, we're talking about a Naruto thing. Oh. No, but uh, no, there, there kind of is fucking in Macross. If you watch Macross plus the movie cut, and you'll see some, uh, you'll see some butt. And boobs. But, but oh, is, is, sure. is, is, is it mech boobs and mech butt? Like, okay, well, not mech. Okay, not, that's, not, that, that's not what we're trying to get to. That, that's, more, that's more of a <laughs> virtual on kind of thing. <laughs> okay, but, okay, okay, but speaking... Or some tech romancer, of... maybe? Some tech romancer <laughs> romancing? Yeah. Joko Senki Kikaio. Okay, but hold on, hold on. Speaking of some sweet fucking mechs, can we talk about the announcement for Metal Wolf Chaos? Ah, uh, yes, we can. I... Can we talk about how appropriate this game is coming out now versus in its heyday? I, I, I mean, it's someone, only gotten better with age. Someone should enlighten me because I kind of know of this title, but I don't know the whys of it. Okay. Or why well, it is such a relevant Sarah, thing now. you go on. You take full All right. Come so, on. so this is made by From Software, right? Back before their Dark Souls days. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, this would be along the, the same lines as like Otogi Myth of Demons and Murakumo, right? These are like early Xbox um, from software games, right? Okay. And they, they were exclusive too. But so what they did is they made one for the original Xbox called, of course, Metal Wolf Chaos. And what you do is you play as the president of the United States that's been ousted from his administration by an evil vice president. Named okay, Richard! So, <laughs> Richard! So you 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 uh you haul ass out of there go to the west coast don a suit of power armor bristling with guns and fight your way back to uh to washington uh to to take back what's rightfully yours it okay. is it's amazing it was only made in japan it was completely in english with japanese subtitles um it was never made backward compatible uh, so I legitimately, literally, as early as a month ago, wanted to buy an Xbox and this game for <laughs> around about four hundred bucks. And now, like, it's a it's a very expensive game. Now yeah. that I know it's coming to PS4, holy crap, it's going to be good. That is the standout of E3 for me. Is Metal of Chaos finally getting a Western I've, release? It's yeah. it, honestly, if you have any familiarity with this game, it's amazing how this company made a game that. Uh, features american politics and how a demonstrably know absolutely nothing about american <laughs> politics uh and yet like, it represents it so well just a, it, its own artistic representation of it but yeah they kind of nail it around the head oh dude but like and like i i love i love that it's got that sweet like 90s Sega era voice acting uh execute like dude the voice acting is oh, it's perfect it's it's amazing it it's pretty bad but so bad it's good um it's like it's like um earth defense force but even better somehow yeah honestly speaking of which yeah. the game from what i remember cuz uh, a buddy imported it back before it like ballooned and inflated in price was um 
it plays very similar, I think, to Earth Defense Force and like uh, the way it navigates. But it has, um, it has tank controls, from what I remember. And uh, I don't know. I, I just remember like Sarah actually mentioned something that um, I really want to hit on the nugget. I when I first played it, I remember I had like a lot of virtual on vibes from it. But I'm really curious because this is going to be an upscaled re like a, a completely remastered. Uh, re-release. I'm wondering if they're gonna do away with the tank controls and just kind of make it free flow. And like, I don't know. I mean, I, I'd imagine they keep it as an option, but I'm really curious to see. Like, I haven't played any of the uh, Resident Evil remasters, for example. Like, and it's strange. I have them, but I, one of the biggest selling points was the fact that they did away, like, or not did away, but they gave you an option to play it without the tank controls. So I'm kind of curious to see how that like plays out. But yeah. Oh man, that. I was not seeing that was a great get from Devolver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think probably more so because of the climate, like you said, it was probably something they were probably maybe trying to get more than they, they would have normally. But I had heard so much about that in the past, and I'm glad they're bringing it, you know, in a legitimate way to it was, uh, to, to new gen stuff. If anybody's familiar with, oh man, uh, X Play from uh, TechSpot and G3 and all that. It was one of the uh, running jokes. They would play <laughs> random scenes from the the cutscenes uh, from that game, but they talked about it a lot. It was like one of the imports they constantly talked about between Katamari Damashi before it no longer became an import and mm. Choiniki, which also the only North American release that I could think of for a while has been the PSP release, right? Uh yeah, no, the only North American release is the PSP release. Oh shit, mm-hmm. yeah, with a conspicuously like dick logo um <laughs> god that dick logo um i've got the japanese uh physical release for psp actually and uh it came out physically wife, for america too didn't it <clears throat> no it was download only oh really by, uh axis and gung-ho works yeah mm-hmm. fuckers anyway. so anything else from ea that you can think of i mean i think anthem for me was kind of the only like major thing i was really um i was really interested in sea of solitude <laughs> Um, uh-huh. it's funny though, cause like you go back into that trailer and like, and I say this like in all seriousness, um, I found it a bit strange that concerning the fact that it wanted to like be as attentive and as sensitive as it could to its source material of, of like, and what it was trying to do. Like, for example, like Hellblade, Hellblade, I like had a very subtle way of going about it, but like. Sea of Solitude was, kind of felt like a bull in a china shop in like some uh, some aspects of like like the tone and and the 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 music that it it had in that trailer like it honestly seemed a little triggering especially with like the monologue that was going on I I'm mm-hmm. interested in it but I I don't know man I'm down for a deep dark game that like really makes me feel in like like definitely has me reflect but not one that like kind of pushes like i hope it does so for like not for the sake of shock factor like that's the uh apprehension i have towards it but it definitely mm-hmm. looks interesting like the, i was surprised that so many people took notice of it too like marty silva of ign was like super into it i'm like man i want to like be more pumped about it but like there's something about it i'm definitely so pumped. i want to say did, didn't ea like publish stuff like limbo and things like that too am i thinking that's correct or is that something um, that's totally I think off they, track they actually published it in japan Okay. Yeah, it's weird what gets published like outside the West by like you mm-hmm. know Western publishers. I I might be remembering that wrong. Don't entirely quote me, but 
No, EA like um, uh, Limbo for the most part was um, initially published by Microsoft, and then like I don't know who they got when they decided to go multi-platform. Like I don't remember. Yeah. I'll have to figure that out, but uh, or look it up at some point. Um, no, Unravel Two, man, and let me tell you, and like I fucking wholeheartedly mean it. That's some Knuckles Chaotix Two shit. Like fucking coming back with that that tethering but it works wonderfully well here so i enjoy it um it also reminds me of chariot but like done oh so yeah i forgot about chariot yeah but it's uh, it it takes that uh, a mechanic of spooling yarn at a checkpoint and kind of like working with the length that you have in the physics puzzles um to a whole new level because you have to do that in cooperation with somebody else and then if you don't there's entirely there's like different nuances of the puzzles when you have to uh control both of them at the same time but it's definitely uh something that i i found fairly interesting um but yeah let's let's go ahead and let's shift gears away from ea let's talk mm -hmm. about bethesda <laughs> hit it a little out of the park more so than I thought. And can we all talk about how like um Todd Howard some sort of reverse mummy that just sort of like he's like a Benjamin Button. Like that dude just gets <laughs> mm -hmm. younger as he grows older. It's yeah. weird. I Or just does, or just doesn't change, he just stays the same. He's, he's probably more of a vampire than anything else. Like he yeah, just like looks Patrick the same Stewart. age. Uh huh. Oh yeah, for sure. Fucking but like but his voice, it just gets higher in pitch. Mm -hmm. So there's mm -hmm. that. Um He's just more excited. I, I'm excited about Fallout 76. I'm excited the fact that like uh, they. I'm I'm really I'm really not. Well, so because here's the weird thing. So Fallout, with its shooting mechanics, has always been a dice roll. Am I wrong? No, no, you are absolutely correct. That there is statistics and stuff put around it. But I, I, what you're about that to sell to me, I'm totally setting, buying. Yeah. Okay. I. How so? Well, I feel like they're compromising all of the narrative um, beauty that is involved with uh, Fallout 76. Like, as as much as there's a lot of characters in this area and the characterization about it, there's there's a lot of emphasis and agency put in, like, your actions and on what they do and how they affect the world around you versus now where I feel like 76, because it's put in this spectrum where you're going to play with other people that agency is lifted in for the sake of the lulls and just doing shit to fuck with other people. Like I mm -hmm. hate that one of the biggest things that like one of the biggest uh, like questions of conscience in fallout was always uh, whether or not you perceive the nuclear attack. Like that's one of the big themes they've had in some of them. And now you're just doing it for shits and giggles. You're just doing it to fuck with other players. And then just yeah. like, you know, when you dilute the impact of, like, so like at this point, like, you might as, like, this shit might as well be Saints Row. Like, you know, like, that's the vibe. That's, like, the big yeah. thing. That's my Post-apocalyptic Saints Row. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I know we'll probably discuss it a little bit later on in the show because it was, um, I believe, probably during Microsoft's uh, press conference, but... I kind of get a lot of similarities, but also a lot of differences between this game and also Cyberpunk 2077, because I thought the same thing about Cyberpunk. I thought, okay, this is a first-person shooter mm -hmm. from The Witcher developers, which has always been predominantly known as third-person RPG. 
So I'm thinking that Cyberpunk is going to be more like Fallout, where the shooting's a dice roll. But whereas Fallout is doing more of the open, you know, multiplayer focused, uh, your choices impact, you know, not the world, but just impacts like the group you're playing with, the people you're going against. Cyberpunk is you're playing as a title character, like you're playing as a protagonist. You don't get to make your character. And also you're kind of just affecting the narrative and affecting the world around you. There's not a multiplayer setting. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they kind of flip-flopped. And I was expecting it to be the other way around. And I, I don't know. It, it seems strange to me that they're kind of well, almost like trading spaces now all of a sudden. Did you really have like a lot of customization options like aesthetically with Geralt or Geralt? None at all. Yeah. No, no. That, that's what I'm saying. But I do feel like them now going into a first-person... You know, going into a first-person uh, style game, but then not really letting you make your character your own oh, through no, customizations yeah, or anything like that. Okay, I got you know, you. like like how Fallout does. Like mm-hmm. I thought that'd be the the path they would choose. They would let you make your character in that world, but you're still playing a you know a main character like a like a shepherd basically. Um, and but I, yeah, I I think it's very interesting that they're kind of swapping places like they are. And it looked, god damn, dude, that reveal looked so smooth. I, I, it's really weird. Like, good on fucking Microsoft. And I don't know if it, if, if it's a, I don't know, I don't know if it's an omen of like the relevance or or commercial viability of Halo versus uh, Cyberpunk. But it's so bizarre that this year they opened with Halo and then they closed with a brand new IP. Mm-hmm. I, I think Microsoft is dedicated to. I don't know if we're going to move from Bethesda to Microsoft because that was the next one, but I'm sure there's much more to talk about Bethesda-wise. But I do feel like Microsoft really put games first, and even though, like we kind of talked before the show, they didn't have a lot of first-party stuff to show that's either not coming out this year or it got pushed to February or it's in like the early phases like how Halo Infinite is. But they did just say, hey, we have a shit ton of third-party support. We have a lot of games coming to the system. And apparently, you know, obviously they go into the whole thing about the X being the most powerful system, but I do feel like what they showed was just games and, and obviously like stuff with like with the adaptive controller, like they're trying just to kind of like be something for everyone, which I think is, is important. I think they have to be uh, able to offer something to everyone. You know, I might not like sports games, but shit, you can get sports games on the Xbox too. Like they need to have, you know, multiple, uh, multiple options for everyone. I think they definitely abused the, the fact that they were the first conference. So I don't know how many times I saw world premiere when I knew yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that was going to be shown. At, at we're going to show you Kingdom Hearts. And guess what? Kingdom Hearts is going to be shown again for four more times. Oh my, dude, I, I was no fucking joke. I swear to God, if if Sony showed that same trailer for a third time with absolutely no... Just no b- double back or remorse or anything. I was gonna lose it. I, I'm yeah. actually happy that they prepared an entirely different reveal, which is hilarious yeah. uh, within itself. But um, Sarah, no. did you play a lot of Kingdom Hearts or anything like that? I don't know if that was something that was in your forte or not. I mean, we played a lot of the first game, and we mm-hmm. tried to get through Same the second here. game, Same but it sort of I, fell I... off the wayside. Now everything else to us is just fluff. We we just don't care about it. I so. think it's just gone on too long. Yeah, and I think it's it's way too ta- tangential at this point in time, like and with all the whole weird subculture now. Yeah, uh, I don't know, like especially like the uh, Dream Drop Distance and like 
whatever that crazy number is version and like recode it and stuff like that. Like we, we just can't be bothered. Well, no, now, now it's, uh, God, dude, I don't know how many times I came across, Oh shit, someone got Norded. And I'm like, uh, so why, why uh, can't take this game seriously? <laughs> That's the term that they've dubbed anytime, uh, someone's been possessed by their big bad guy. They have a big, big bad guy that I totally thought like, I don't know. I, I've kind of gotten deep into the, um, lore only to like not give. I don't think, and like the fact that Nomura has even come out and says, "I don't know what we're really doing with this series." Like he straight up said, <laughs> we, that. "We we fucking lost it too. We don't know what we're doing anymore." Right? Um, we're not entirely I, clear. I I do just like that they're bringing in Frozen and Tangled just from a father's perspective. I think my kids would see that and be super stoked. So I I think that's actually kind of cool. I noticed that, yeah, the direction that they went, they've, like, aside from Hercules and Mulan. uh, Putting a lot of, like, newer, like, properties into it. I don't Mm -hmm. don't think I've seen a lot of any classically animated, like, all of it's just a a lot of the new age of, uh, like, Disney's 3D animated generation. And, like, I, I don't know, man. Frozen... You know what's like one that's been like aptly uh missing is fucking Big Hero Six. Like I you just yeah. see it talked about. Um but no, I kinda did want to touch a little it is, bit more It is Marvel though, which is something we haven't seen in Kingdom Hearts, so Well yes. it's and which we it, should it, have. It's tangently like Marvel. Like I believe me, if you were to compare like the Marvel comic book Big Hero Six to yeah. the Disney adaption of it, it, oh yeah, we we no 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 question there. But the fact remains that it is still based on a Marvel property. Hold I, on, tangentially. I need to figure out what that means. Do you guys keep on saying it? Hold on. It, In a way that relates only slightly to a matter preferably. Okay, per, I e an offshoot. Yeah, got like, it. Okay, so right. for example, like Disney's Big Hero Six, Baymax is a balloon man. In Marvel's yeah. Big Hero Six, he's a fucking dragon. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, I don't remember that? Okay, huh? Weird. Well, no. Have you ever read? It was actually like a weird spinoff from X Men. Really? Yeah, but Originally, a lot of them died and, then... and did not do well. Okay, I was gonna say, yeah, I. Like, yeah, no, Big Hero is 6 it, is not an original thing that Disney did. It is What an, the fuck? Yeah, it's a Marvel really? comic book. It was a Marvel oh, comic book in the 90s. shit. No, I had no fucking idea, man. I'm surprised that had, Sarah knew about it. Uh, I had like a Phoenix Down moment just then. Like, holy shit. I didn't... No, no idea. Well, hmm. hold on. I'll put a, a cover. The very first issue is 90s as fuck. It, I think, nice. I think, that, <laughs> I think Liefeld even fucking drew it. I don't know. I'm trying to remember, but I'll put a cover of it in the show notes. So, cool, cool. Nice. um, it is, it is wild and adulterated, but there is a, there is a kid named hero and he does have a, he has a fucking companion named Baymax, but he's a dragon robot who looks like a real dragon. Oh, um, shit. and then there's some others. I think there's actually like, uh, God. Yeah. It's all, it's all became its own thing. I honestly, I, I enjoy the Disney interpretation of it much more, but <laughs> going back to Bethesda, I'm actually, I'm weirdly intrigued by Blades. And keep this in mind, I am so fucking over uh Elder Scrolls. I'm kinda I'm kinda bummed that like uh Bethesda themselves became and Todd Howard they became self aware of the Skyrim joke to the point where they actually like they turned a fucking joke into an actual release. Um like has anybody messed around with Skyrim very special edition if they have an Alexa? No. 
Yeah, I think it's not as a. I think it's actually just a very linear thing based on like what I've heard people like. I'm I'm hearing people like are watching people play it, and a lot of the scenarios all seem very similar to one another. I'm like, okay, it's pretty yeah. linear. It's probably like the Destiny app they have for Alexa. Like they have like the little ghost thing, and it does like commands for Destiny. I have the little like ghost, but I don't have Alexa enabled devices, so I can't do anything with it anyways. But they do seem like they're not like anything super beneficial, so I can imagine it's the same for Skyrim. But I am I don't know I I feel it's it's just it's bizarre to me that Skyrim still has the rabid following that it does when it even just, the mention of six people lost their goddamn minds yeah. like all he said was that yeah I guess it's happening but we don't know when the fuck it's coming out and people are like he said it it's happening yeah like calm down man like it's, of course it's gonna happen. Well, but right, but now it's it's no longer conjecture. It's no longer speculation. Uh, it's there, and like all, yeah, and all we got was like a five second screen crawl. That's all yeah, we yeah. Got. Um, but we also got something else from a brand new property where they're basically gonna, uh, they're gonna apply those same conventions and and uh, expansive like world design into space with Starfield. Um, and I was actually really stoked on that. Um, though again, they show, all, they, they show anything with that, or was that no, just kind of like uh, another okay? I didn't crawl. think they did. Yeah. Um, Blades looks interesting to me though, just from the fact that it looked. I'm scared that it won't run on my phone though. I think that's literally just going to be an iPhone X and up, and like man, mm-hmm. I haven't messed around with my iPad for a little bit, but that thing is obsolete as fuck. I it just all it does is play rooted stuff, and I have like an iPad three. Yeah, I got a two, and all it, like it won't even play the Drop Mix app. So yeah, I'm kind of hosed there. <laughs> yeah, it it's a it's a fuck it. well if uh I don't know if I can even update it to 11 but I don't know at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh um but yeah, uh, other than that Bethesda didn't really have a whole lot. I mean, they had a release date for um Fallout 76 is coming out in November. So looking forward to that. I'm kind of um they keep they kept mentioning that they're going to have dedicated servers for all of it. So I'm I'm curious to see how that'll go about, but uh, only time will tell. But let's go ahead, and, yeah. Let's keep the things rolling with Microsoft, and we already touched on uh, some other stuff. I, man, I really want to get into Sea of Thieves, and like uh, just watching your streams from it, Andrew. If you've bought mm-hmm. the game, like, are you still uh, playing your Game Pass copy of it? I still have my Game Pass copy. I have not played it as much. Um, the few people I knew that had it on Xbox have kind of moved on to other things. I think that game. Unfortunately, it does not play well when you're playing with random people. As you could tell from the beta impressions I had uh, <laughs> playing with randoms, usually you just end up like just there, there's no ability to communicate. Um, and I've even kind of gone outside of just the normal in-game, you know, matching. Mm-hmm. Like I uh, uh, just to talk about a site that we're all kind of super into. Giant Bomb had a group of just people playing Sea of Thieves, and I tried to jump on into that, and even that's kind of been dormant for a while like there's not really much going on there so i think everyone kind of moved on once stuff like once stuff like god of war came out and you know things like this started kind of you know appearing yeah. i think everyone kind of fell off of it but i do want to get into it i like the idea of it but i feel like the the carrot on the stick isn't really much to like drive you to play it like you you want to play the game to get in-game stuff like rewards for your actions and rewards for your conquests and i think that what you get just doesn't seem like it's worth the effort, you know, like the ship cosmetics and the things that you can get cosmetically for your character and your weapon skins just doesn't seem like it's worth the the effort to put forward into the game. That doesn't really have much of a story. So I just haven't really had fantasy 11, doesn't it, sir? (laughs) 
What, what was that? Sorry. Final Fantasy Eleven. All that work and not much like expended for. Oh yeah, not really. No. <laughs> well, at least at least you could like level up like sub job classes and kind of have cool combinations and stuff. You don't even have this. Like everyone has yeah. the same weapons. Everyone has the same abilities like there's no differentiating one from the other you know there's no there's no no class-based system at all i I like that the firearms are unilaterally the same in terms of like like their performance and not Mm -hmm. like their output i don't know i if sarah you and me can get like a couple outings i would love to give it a shot but yeah that's the one thing i it didn't seem like um something that i could just play like Monster Hunter World is it suffers very much from the same thing. You really Oh god, can't yes. And, and also that UI is just like so fucking like you look at it and you're like, "Oh fuck." Yeah. Like I had that game for a bit. I just didn't really I bounced off it real quick cuz I just the UI and just everything in that game mechanically was super scary to me. Um I I so. I wish I can get farther, but at this point I think I've hit my wall with what I can do. Like, yeah, I've been seeing that thing buzz around. Uh, <laughs> um kill that fucker. There's only so much you can. I, I hit my wall with what you can do from a single player uh, perspective, but uh, I don't know. It, I I don't have time in my life to play another online game. I'm just uh, I'm sticking with fourteen. Yeah, you kind of like like that's that's me with Destiny, Sarah. Like you can only devote that kind of grind to one game. I can't separate t- into other titles. Like there's a lot of games like that I'd love to play. Hell, I'd even like to get back into fourteen or even eleven. Like I saw people playing eleven here and there, and I'm like, I, I, I can't. I still want like, to go back to eleven. I want to go back to both. But like, yeah, dude, I'll like, go back to know. eleven. Think... I'll go back to eleven when they give me my Vita version of eleven. That's when I'll go. Back. <laughs> God, I can't believe I, they promised that. I oh, gotta say though that uh, like after playing fourteen that. for so long, oh. Uh-huh. Going back to eleven was too archaic for me. Really? Yeah, it's. I bet oh it's my hard, god, it, it's bad. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, like having to press a button to open a door. Fuck that, no. So, oh, what? Re- I love that. I yeah, I know, but it becomes a real hassle when you're trying to go from area to area, to area nice and quick. Yeah, uh. and you always have to like have a prompt. Um, so kind of going back to Xbox. Uh, what do you guys feel about Control? Um. So, so for everyone that may not know, Control is the new Remedy game that's coming out. Um, and I don't know. It, it's I'm interested. Obviously, I've always really enjoyed Remedy's games from, uh, you know, obviously Max Payne and really, really loved Alan Wake. Uh, I yeah, didn't like, like what, Quantum what Break that much. Quantum Shift or Quantum Break? Uh, Quant, not much. Uh, exactly. Had a, yeah. So, but but so, <laughs> I, I thought that the gimmick of them doing the video, in the game, like I think that was a thing for Microsoft to kind of tote their you know, their TV presence or their, you know, like I think that game was made specifically to kind of facilitate their, we're going into TV and we're making shows now. And that obviously fell by the wayside. So I think Quantum Break was a victim of that. I think that game could have been better had they not had to incorporate the video stuff that was involved with it. So I I, I do feel like that game could have been better and, and really wasn't all that great, honestly. But I like some of the concepts of it. And I think that with uh, Control, I think we're going to get the really weird, like, kind of noir experience of a Max Payne, but with the weird supernatural elements of Alan Wake. Like, I I don't know. I'm actually super excited about it. I felt like just watching that gameplay, I know I've heard a lot of people talk about, like, PsyOps and games like that that kind of are, you know, kind of what they reminded people of when they watched the gameplay. For some reason, I thought of Enter the Matrix. 
I don't know why, but like just watching the gameplay, I was like, this kind of reminds me of Enter the Matrix, like with like the, I, I, I just like the, the ability that you're flying around doing all this crazy shit. Like it just, I don't know. It, I'm, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm interested, interested in for, it. like the narrative and what they'll do, but like my thing is, is honestly, how much can they can they really do with like some of those conventions that haven't already been done better by studios that are better equipped to write it? Like Alan Wake. And and keep in mind, I have a special place in my heart for Alan Wake. I enjoy mm-hmm. Alan Wake, but I feel as though when it comes to like like Quantum uh, Shift to me was just a little too or, God, the, or not Quantum, quantum Break. Quantum Break. Yeah, Quantum Break. It. Yeah, yeah. It's I keep okay. mistaken. Yeah, but like Scott, the fact or Quantum Leap was Scott. In, like, ba- this, yeah. <laughs> it was presented in the, in the scope of it being like a TV show, but like it. Like I, I feel as though Remedy has this ambitious approach to like what's ultimately a bit too heavy-handed for them to handle. Well, and that's what I think Quantum Break ended up being. I think it was them trying to facilitate what Microsoft wanted them to do with the television aspects. And I feel like if they had not had to worry about that, it would have been maybe a better product on its own. And I think that they had to, you know, work in the TV show things may made it not a good experience. I think they were kind of that that hand was forced upon them. I think. Um, but so, I mean, I, I'll keep an eye out for control. I will, yeah. but like, yeah. I feel as though, I don't know, there's so much other, like, like Sekiro, uh, Shadows Die Twice, dude. Yes, yes. Which... And what really excites me about that game is it is a From Software game, and Sarah, I know you're familiar with From's titles even before Souls and, you know, yeah. games like mm-hmm. that. I like that this game isn't going to be like the RPG Souls experience. Like it is based on the combat. Um, you know, like you want to worry about like the. I didn't play a lot of Souls. I know you've kind of played a little bit of the Souls games, right? It's weird. I think uh, Sarah's actually yeah. dropped off Souls, and then I picked up on Souls. Okay, but I, yeah, I, I like, think you. I think you originally were the one that kind of got into it before. You know. I loved I loved Demon Souls. That was yeah, pro- yeah. pretty much where it started and ended. Like I tried the Dark Souls thing, but I don't know. You know I, they funny? lost me there. And you know, and I'm feeling you there, Sarah. It's so bizarre to me that From Software went in hard on like fucking remastering Dark Souls and not Demon Souls, especially with the fact that they closed down the servers for the original PlayStation mm-hmm. Three title. Yeah, that was right. A lost opportunity. Agreed, I mean, definitely. I'm sure it'll. I'm sure it'll be explored later down the line. But at the same time, maybe it, I don't know. It it's just, it's weird how there's like they've shifted away from that branding and that like they they've kind of even then with Dark Souls three, Dark Souls three like just from the success of Bloodborne, like things that were like kind of twisted and eerie and violent, but like not so like fucking like horrifyingly grotesque like they were in bloodborne dude Mm -hmm. when three came out oh no they leaned hard into like let's like we want nightmare fuel and even demon souls wasn't like that demon souls was just eerie so yeah Yeah. i mean more 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 like the dark fantasy than the like horror cob yeah yeah for sure oh yeah that uh that dungeon facility was crazy hmm um, but yeah, no, uh, Sekiro. I I feel like is it Sekiro the, or Sekiro? I don't know. You guys, it's spelled it's spelled it's, spe- it's spelled it's spelled S E K I R O. So I, I will Sekiro. 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 Sekiro okay. Yeah. Um, I like it because it's more of the samurai slash ninja style game I wanted because I think Ghost of 
uh, Shushima, I think, is the other one, the PlayStation Sucker Punch game. Yeah. Which they, I, they, 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 they kind of specifically said that they didn't want it to be, like, super realistic, like a Bushido blade where you could, like, get one-hit kills. But uh, Sekiro, actually, you kind of do. Like, you land a couple of hits and that's it. But landing those hits can be very difficult because of the sword clashing involved and the mechanics involved. Like, you saw, like, this golem troll thing fucking powerbomb you and then do, like, a belly-to-belly, like, into another part of the fucking city. Dude. So... It's gonna be it's gonna be hard to land a blow, but when you do, that blow has an impact. I think that is more the kind of aspect you would you think about seeing in like a sword fighting game or something that had like you know uh, stealth aspects and ninja like aspects to it. So, sorry, I didn't my audio caught that. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> I I want to be excited about ghosts, but like. When I think about one of the developers, because there was one other time that they've attempted something like this, like, in-house, and that was Genji. And, you know, I like Genji, but go back to it now, and it just hasn't aged as well. I'm afraid that, yeah. like, it's... I really hope Sucker Punch gets more involved with that than, than Sony, and, and it becomes something... I don't know. I, it looks a lot different. Definitely looks faster pace, but, like... I don't know, man. Like Genji was just a poor man's Anamusha, so like we'll we'll kind of see yeah. how that goes. But I'm personally, I, I I'm putting all my interest within uh, Sekiro. Like just as you had mentioned, it it looked fucking nuts from the start. And agreed. You know, especially when you kind of like, oh man, it's just that the like that challenge porn that that like that just becomes so popular with like these high octane difficulty games that are just so fast and just I don't know. I I've been kind of filling myself in into that which is why I'm so goddamn excited for Battletoads. Like no joke. And like the only news that we have is it's going to be three player co- uh, couch co-op. That's all that Microsoft yep. has like come out with. So um just so we really make it clear, you guys. I, I, uh, because everybody's gonna talk shit on that goddamn motorcycle level. But you know what? I beat it. <laughs> I beat it like that. I beat it like that. I put it on Twitter, and I will put it in the show notes. I fucking like, cause it's not that hard. There, there's shit that's harder. You know, it's I. You know, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. But, um, God, you know, Microsoft did some other stuff. I mean, again, from Cyberpunk, and you know what? Cyberpunk didn't really get that much gameplay. Uh, not at all. No, actually, um, no. if I recall, it was all just like in-game, probably like cinematic stuff. Yeah. The only game, the only gameplay was behind closed doors. But there's obviously yeah. enough impressions of those gameplay demos that you can kind of get a sense that people are saying it, it's like basically they were saying this game is going to kind of push away a lot of your like really big open RPGs that are out currently. I don't know. I think that's a bold statement to make, but. Um, I've always been interested in that, that style of game, even from like the pen and paper RPG, uh, that's kind of based upon. Um, so I, I mean, mean, if, I'm super if anyone's, sure. if anyone's going to be able to, uh, to make that kind of a claim, it's going to be CD Projekt Red though. I agree. I mean, Witcher yeah. is by and large, probably, I think a achievement in gaming. I think it's probably one of the greatest things we've got in this generation of systems, but I'm know. looking forward to Cyberpunk. Uh, whereas The Witcher, I couldn't really care much about. Cyberpunk is something that I would actually love to play. 
So so what what makes you want to sink your teeth into something like cyberpunk? Is it like the aesthetic of it? Is it the mechanics that they're talking about? What what really sells you on the, it? The the aesthetic for one, like swords and sorcery has been done to death. And I guess to a certain point cyberpunk has too, but like I loved Akira, like the movie. And yeah, I mean yeah, it really sure. sort of harkens to that, right? So that's, Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, I mean I, I you obviously get like a lot of Blade Runner from the stuff that they're showing, but mm. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think that like an Akira, uh, maybe like with some Deus Ex kind of mixed in. Mm. And uh, I like Deus yeah. Ex quite a bit too. So that's, that's a good uh, selling point to me. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, that, sure. that fucking, that fucking synth ass soundtrack ain't going to hurt nothing either. <laughs> for sure. I, for sure. Yeah. I think the last Microsoft exclusive that I want to touch on, cause I mean, there is a bunch of other stuff. There's division two, mm-hmm. which, Oh man, that I think it looks more the same, but I'm I'm interested. I like the first one. Fucking canned in multiplayer chatter. Holy shit. <laughs> a lot of that made Fucking Ubisoft, man. That's Ubisoft for you, man. They have always done that. That's that's been their thing for like three years in a row. Um but I kinda really want to talk about the gears jukes that they gave us where there's gonna be a fucking gear oh, yeah. tactics pop mobile game. <laughs> yeah. The Funko and, Pop game, yeah. And, and also gear and, and gear tactics. Yeah. Which I yeah. dude, if Gears Tactics makes, basically plays like XCOM, fucking all over it. Yeah, all it's not bad. It. I, it's not a bad idea. I mean, it's been cover based for so long, anyways. Why not make a cover based tactical game? It, it yeah, I I can see the the merit of that game, but yeah, just like the bait of like we're gonna show you these games that you have no interest in just so we can reveal five, which I I didn't play four, so I really don't four, know what five is. Four is very good, but like. Four is the same manner in which uh, Halo Four, like it, it introduces a, a trilogy with a whole new generation of characters, but but can't let go of the previous. No, yeah, like okay, the only the only like real like returning face there is Marcus. So yeah, sure, sure. But like mm-hmm. I I really did enjoy Four, but it didn't. I don't know. It did and it didn't. Like it was one of those like it it leaves the door open, you know, if there's still interest, but I felt like they kind of did what they could do. So I'm I feel like it's going to go in this really weird like in the same direction that like Halo went where it's just going to can in like this race and in this conflict yeah. just for the sake of doing it. And um, and probably a, a good move for them to drop the wars part of the title. That probably is a smart move. All things considered. I, but they did. They were just like Gears 5. Gears 5. You're going to call it that anyways, and also we don't really want that other part of the title being like known, you know? Like it's not really the dude bro uh, you know, super muscle like, you know, roided no, out shooter. No, that's the thing. It's it's very much like 4 was way more narrative than the previous mm-hmm. games, but like yeah. in a way that was like much better like way better done. And like even then, three tried to do it, and then three fucked it up. When like the moment they're just like, "Hell yeah!" Like after just like, "Dude, I just lost my family." Yeah. So, Shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, Fuck yeah. Curb stomp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm kind of curious to see like how that goes out. We saw Forza Horizons, four, um, which you know I'm Car- cars the video game we know. Yeah. Uh, I want to check out. Uh, I want to check out Tunic. I really, really want to check out. Tunic. So I, 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 we talked a little bit about Sable. I think before the show, and that's definitely the indie mm. game that I'm gonna play. But I've heard a lot about Tunic, and it just looked like a like a fucking isometric the past, Zelda. Link. Yeah, yeah, it, exactly. it, 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 it looks like the past. Developed, sure. uh, developed in Halifax. No shit. 
Yeah, like are, Halifax, are, Nova Scotia. It's like, uh, are do you they fucking know we're go- watching this? Like, yeah, are, are you like, are you like going in there like, hey man, fucking uh, check out my band camp? What's yeah, up? no, that, that's not happening. <laughs> I think we'll it's uh, it. Sarah, we'll so, solely we'll developed it. for uh, by by the one guy. So yeah, uh, okay. it was a yeah. very much a dust and Elysian tale sort of uh, mm. thing, which I don't know. It it looked promising, but yeah, uh, Sable uh, that you mentioned that God just. Looks good. It looks great. But it might be pretty fucking linear, but it looks good as shit. Like I will play it just for that. Alone. We can we can definitely punch down on all the other um game. I mean, Halo Infinite didn't show me enough to really talk about it. And like, I'm one of the weird mm-hmm. people that enjoyed five, so I don't even know what direction Halo's going in anymore. Um, but I'm in, still interested to see it through. Uh, Crackdown three. Like God, what what is there to talk about with Crackdown just, three? It, 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 yeah, it's Terry <laughs> Crews, and that's really all you need to know. So. Um, so I think with that, I mean, all the other dying, dying, dying light too. I'm actually super excited about because I I do think dying light was a really cool idea. Mm -hmm. Um, but obviously kind of lacking in story and that depth that you kind of want out of a game. Uh, but now they're bringing on the writer of fallout new Vegas to do a lot of their narrative stuff. And there's a lot of like, um, dialogue options and a lot of like kind of risk not risk and reward more like uh morality things like they they're kind of incorporating that storytelling you would think in a fallout game in dying light so the action's there so now to get the depth of the story and character building i think that's actually gonna be a pretty big big deal for sure i'm definitely looking forward to that Mm -hmm. um but let's go ahead let's uh i mean we can hit ubisoft but like i don't i have some shit to talk about with ubisoft because do you want do you want to get into that now i mean i kind of I, I really want to get that out of the way So explain explain this to me because I'm actually looking forward to Beyond Good and Evil 2, but it comes with a bit of controversy. Well, right, because essentially what had happened, and, like, goddamn, like, none of it was really explained um, when it first came out on stage. It was just, like, fucking just the announcement of Hit Record, like, basically processing what they... They were essentially enlisting, giving the opportunity for, like, fans who want to contribute to it, can contribute to it. And first and foremost, like, complete lack of transparency. They did not mention that um, there would be any sort of compensation. So it sounded like some fucking, like, fan art ass, like, fan art contest, like, nonsense. Mm -hmm. But as they elaborated like more on twitter like joseph gordon levitt ceo of hit record who is the uh brand that's collaborating with ubisoft to sort of process and uh survey and and uh essentially retrieve any of these uh submissions done by these uh contributors quote unquote contributors um because really the whole thing just screams spec work what it essentially is is you are when you are contributing to this and, and they haven't really like all of this is within their uh, in their details. And from what I can understand, 
they're not looking for anything finished. They are looking purely for concept art. And when we mean concept art, I'm like stuff that's very basic and rudimentary, foundational, something that they in turn can then see if it's something viable and something that can be worked with into their already established um, art design and, and their template that they have going on for it. In which case, then they will then uh, give you credential rights and um, ownership only in the form of credits and that I don't believe you have any sort of residual ownership that you can then employ in any other use or property or anything of that nature and then how they plan to pay you like the rate uh or how much or what they deem is entirely at their own discretion and they've allocated a total of fifty thousand dollars for um just like what for like fucking spec work this is yeah. it's gross dude like first and, off and i and I've had a lot of like friends who are artists that basically think it's a slap in the face when you ask like what their going rate is or how much they're going to pay for a project. And they're like, well, it's exposure. Like, no, like fucker, no, I'm trying to make no. a living doing this. You know, like, no, fuck you. No, I feel, I feel, I feel like it's that, but worse. Right. Like, if that's the fucking attitude, y'all should just pirate Beyond Good and Evil too because exposure. Like, yeah, like expose us to your game by letting us have it for free. <laughs> just I. I find it, like, I, I mean, okay, Hit Record has a good, like, and forgive the word, record for, um, <laughs> like, working with, like, communities in terms of, like, like giving a platform and, and kind of working with underground or independent artists in, in all walks of life. However, like... In terms of like the distribution and pay scale and what they deem, like it's it's very difficult to kind of like really eke your worth, especially with lack of recognition and and know like what would be fair versus what's exploitive. But like just so you guys really keep this like in your minds, everyone at home listening or wherever the fuck you're listening to this podcast, Ubisoft like made record fucking profits in the year of 2017 in the 2 billion range and i want to say not like margins not like bait like profits like they are very they're okay dude they are nowhere they are not hurting in any way shape or yeah. form and and, and to, they and they and they just avoided getting bought out by some other company like they just like avoided that last year so now they're pretty much like scot free at this point yeah, I I just, like, it's just so bizarre to me that, like, there's this precedent over, like, essentially what they deem and what they would evaluate um, to uh, essentially fucking be... Uh, so, uh, <laughs> And even then, it's not—it's not, not just—it's uh, not just art. It's—it's it's music. It's a bunch of different things. I think, yeah. personally, like what would have helped Ubisoft a lot more is if they kind of took more initiative. Uh, mm -hmm. They were way more fucking transparent in, in and how this was presented. And I think it also shows a lack of confidence in the game if they don't want to put the money forward to make this a project that people want to contribute to it almost makes me feel like this game is already kind of on its last legs before it's even out and they don't want to spend more money on it than what they have to 
You know, it shows it shows a lack of confidence in the game even, which I think the game in itself looks interesting, looks cool. I'm really excited to try it, even though I never played the original, uh, but heard a lot about it. I was actually really excited to play it, but now with this, you know, kind of all wrapped up in it, like it kind of takes away from the game as well. So, yeah, it's a I, shame. I, I, and you know, I really, really wanted to just, again, this was a game that, like, if anybody was at all uh, just enamored with the original and just like reveled like we all did. Like, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know how many times we've mentioned on this show, like left and right, especially I know for a fact I've mentioned it more times than I can count how excited I was for beyond good and evil. And then like, God, just to smooth it over by like showing like some fan service of like fucking Jade and PJ and yeah. just kind of going to that like, Oh yeah. Hey, but this is going to be so fucking rad. You guys like, I I really feel like the intention as like as ideal as it may sound just is really undercut by some of the shadiness that the, the, that's going on but like this is an industry that's already problematic for the fact that like it works far harder than it should to produce the content or like the, no let me let me take that back it is not fairly compensated for the art or or, i'm sorry for the content that it produces like there are long awful hours that are fucking like they're like unionization is something that has been talked about for the coming years and and it it needs to fucking be a thing there are too many studios that are killing themselves only to put out a release and then potentially get shuffled under the rug like with a, a closure like months later not even years later or like but weeks later so the fact that they're outsourcing and they're doing so like it's it's disgusting to like the the studios that are there that have the experience that could have been employed like all of it all of it's just fucking dirtier than it should be and that and that's like you know i I could go on and on but i'll leave it at that it is it is something that i'm like ugh. so you know, Ubisoft didn't really have much to show me beyond that. Do you guys, is there anything else that Ubisoft really went into? They went into some like expansions with like Mario plus Rabbids. There was a Starlink thing, I think, wasn't oh, there? Oh yeah, Starlink. That that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Sarah, sure. you've been into and like, are you digging the collab with Nintendo on on Star? Oh Fox? yeah, for sure. I'm I'm totally down with uh, with Starlink on the uh, on the Switch for sure. Just to get that Arrowing, right? Well, yeah. And even then, <laughs> Jesus. Even then, like sure. Amiibo has only really been your foray into Toys of Life. You haven't done anything else Toys of Life, yeah? Well, I did collect all of the. Um, the you went into Skylanders, Skylanders Giants for a bit. Skylanders Giants, yeah. I got all of the figures for Giants, hmm. the orange, the orange based ones. Or I've got them all, but um, but outside of that, no, n- not much else for Toys of Life. But this is uh, something that I can get behind because you know it's kind of shmuppish and it uh, has some really cool ship design. I, I saw it and I was like, this is gonna be the game for Sayer. Fuck it, yeah. man. Like the the fucking models that you have now should be incorporated. You know, <laughs> <laughs> get that shooting game historica up in there, right? There you go. But I'm kinda... uh, the only Ubisoft game that I was actually really interested in was uh, Wait, fucking Odyssey. Trials, Trials. Well, yeah, I, I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm of... not. I know it did, I know it did. But Rising to me seems like it's a return to form. Um, so I'm, I'm at least cautiously optimistic about Trials coming back to what it used to be. But now you're right. I mean, Fusion and then the you know whatever the fuck else they did like Blood no, Dragon. Like, yeah, no. 
But I, I feel like this Trials Rising does seem like it's kind of going back to what I liked about Trials HD. So my fingers are crossed that they'll they'll do it right, and I, I think that's I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I hope it does bring me back to that kind of original. Uh, what I loved about Trials, you know, the the uh, Xbox arcade game. Um, but yeah, that's the only thing. Other, I mean, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, okay. Well, like okay, we're going we're, we're could... going right back to. We were supposed to take time off to do Assassin's Creed and do it right, but now we're going to come out with a new one a year after. Like, they didn't learn anything, in okay, my opinion. But there's more to doing it. There's more to doing it in the fact that they went back to just, like, the freedom of uh, not only... Again, like, the progressive, like, touches may not, like, appeal to everyone, but I really love, like, just the fact that it can change the game on whether you choose to be a male or female on whether you choose to lead uh, a heterosexual or homosexual like path in, in like how you romance and, and carry out your duties as an assassin. And then just, I will like Greece is definitely a world that's ripe for, I mean, it worked better than what they did in Egypt. I I think Mm -hmm. it does work like just from what I can see the architecture, like even conceptually makes more sense, but they, they also did a lot with what they could in Origins. Origins, like I said, it did not get a fair shake. I think it just came out the wrong time. Yeah. Um, but I am uh, excited for Odyssey. Um, let I mean, Sony really... Okay, so here's what we've got with Sony. And like we'll break it down. Because Sony, to me, they played it very safe. But they also showed... Fuck, man. They showed a lot of things we've already seen. I won't even get into Square Enix. Because Square Enix showed off Shadows of the Tomb Raider, which I'm excited to see. Um, and then like a new property, a quiet man, which looks interesting. Nothing, nothing about final fantasy seven remake. Uh, Sony didn't even touch on that. Um, like, I think there's some brief Hitman stuff, which, you know, I know Alyssa was super about, uh, but aside from that, like, but square is square doing Hitman. I don't think they have that anymore. I think I, I think IO went their own way. Oh yeah. You're right. Yeah, who Hitman's did, not who Square. Who showed off Hitman? I think they did their. I think they kind of did their own thing, like prior to E3. I think. I think like right before E3 came You're out, they right. kind of had a reveal. Yeah. Why am I mistaking that? Jesus Christ! I'm and I, I actually, I actually, I, I don't know who published Hitman. Now that I think about, it. I know IO's developing, but I don't know who's publishing. I am so bad at my job. Um, I just, fucking who, who Square, knows, man. Square was a fucking snooze fest. You know what's yeah, funny too yeah. is that like. They could have had way more opportunity to show off, like, Don't Nod, uh, like, Captain Awesome, like, which barely got any airtime with Microsoft. Fucking the same trailer. Like, and then Don't, and then Don't Nod has another game that's coming out, right? Oh, man. Like, 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 like a totally new thing. I don't know what it was. It wasn't anything tied to Life is Strange, though. It was something totally different. But it didn't, it, like, to me, it, like, it's kind of forgettable because it is. Like, it just doesn't really. Let me see if, uh,. Yeah, I have no idea. I actually don't even remember what it was fucking called. I don't remember either, but I remember it was briefly mentioned. Um, Not yeah, Vampire. Uh, that already came out. Yeah. Oh, Twin Mirror. That's what it was. That's what it was. Which? Okay, Twin Mirror. Yeah, and, and even then... Mm. Yeah, no. But Okay, but let's get into Sony. We have mm-hmm. Last of Us Part Two, uh, Spider-Man... Which is actually, I think it's one of the, it's the only game that they showed off that's coming out this year. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, God, Spider-Man's been at, what, three E3s now? This is its third E3? Um, yeah. 
and then Death Stranding, which just raised more goddamn questions than it answered. <laughs> yeah, and then Ghost. Yeah. Like, I just, the, the one thing that I hope happens is that that fetus uh, comes up in that uh, little surrogate pod, and in David Hayter's voice, is, he says, kept you waiting, huh? Oh, yeah, shit. Dude. The, fu- <laughs> the, fu- the fucking, the Metal Gear prequel we didn't know about. <laughs> yeah. Well, like. Uh, Metal, Metal Gear fetus. Well. I like it. I like it. I mean, I mean, I, we've seen gameplay. We can say now that we've seen gameplay. It's just that gameplay is now essentially Japanese Slenderman meets side quest the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, granted, there was discussion as to whether or not like they were ever going to show combat, but like knowing Kojima, knowing like I, I fucking, I almost want to place a bet that there is no combat. That one scene with him uh like mounting a gun i guarantee that's not a gun it's something that's gonna be i guarantee it's not a <laughs> mind bullets you're gonna shoot you with mind bullets no i have i i'm really surging to the fact that this is just gonna be a stealth only stealth axe game with like a baby radar and like some other like like it's gonna have the dopest soundtrack and then that's it you just got you just have to knock it shot by like mads mickelson that's it or Guillermo del Toro will come and steal your baby pod yeah dude like because he ran he has his own goddamn baby pod so I don't mm-hmm. I th- I think it looks cool though like I, I really do want to play it just to see what the fuck it is just I, see what the hell's going on yeah I, that's I probably their selling it, point but I'm it makes me tired I'm si- at this point I am nowhere near as excited as I was for it and now I'm just cautiously optimistic Hmm. Well, it used to be like the beginnings of a Silent Hill game, wasn't that what it was? Right. Sure, sure. I mean, well, I mean, PT was the Silent Hill game with uh, Norman Reedus, and then they're like, "Well, okay, we can't do that, so let's do whatever the fuck this is." It reminds me of that. What's that fucking Jennifer Lopez movie that's weird as fuck? The Cell. Yeah, it just like to me, it's like it, <laughs> just, it makes me think like, what the fuck is going on, man? Like, it just kind of just for some reason that's the first thing I think of. God, that that whole movie is just one big giant music video for Disturbed. If you think about it, um, be all right. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ, um, Last of Us. Can part you put? Two. Can you can can you put Disturbed in the like the music in between? <laughs> I don't know if we have the no, license. Oh no, I don't want to okay. get flagged. Fuck that. All right. yeah, flagged by like Universal Records or Capitol Records. I don't even know which sure. label owns their mm-hmm. goddamn. Anyway, um, I mean, just to say, I, you know what I can get away with probably. Ooh, 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 ah, I could probably get away with that. Um, So, yeah, just probably expect that randomly through the show. Anyway. Sound clip that, yeah. um, But Last of Us Part 2 in in concern to, God, dude, just every, like, that is most likely going to be the most beautiful game. Oh, yeah, their their mocap is fucking out of this goddamn world. Like, how realistic that shit is starting to look and, and the gameplay from what they showed. I mean, obviously I feel like that gameplay was heavily on some kind of track. Like, you know, like that mm. does seem, it, it can't like be that AI fluid. Yeah. I it cannot be AI. that fluid, but it looked good. And like, yeah, everything about that, like fucking had me like on the edge. Um, I feel as though like, cause the last game really like, un- unless they had like certain firefight scenes, like you're really motivated to not engage if you can engage. But yeah, especially one, with the humans, the clickers more so because the they sound kill aspect you of it. Instant, yeah. yeah, but mm-hmm. you kind of try to like not like limit engagement as much as possible. Here, though, 
Like, well, I mean, they kind of did in that trailer too. Like, she eventually got caught and then just had to fight her way. But and it honestly create, seems, create distance. Yeah, it seemed like more Last of Us, and I'm totally okay with that. And honestly, like, if they can make and craft like the same fucking gorgeous narrative experience that they did before, and keep in mind, like, God, like what they were able to do with Uncharted Two with the same writer, like, um, if if they can really like give me that with last of us part two i'm totally okay with it getting a sequel but oh dude it, it the people who didn't play left behind and then freaking out yeah that scene, oh i know well it's like i know but that's marvel yeah. spider-man i just it just looks like arkham asylum it's just arkham asylum but but it's like, they but, if, open but, world better and and they get that swinging mechanic right yeah then, fuck the then, batmobile i'll take yeah, the swinging well, mechanic that's all that's all we care about get the swinging right and you got yourselves a fucking like it's going to sell that's all you need yeah so i'm but i so was that, was that was that guy that was like in black and white was that mysterio no that's an, a completely original okay. uh, villain his name they is mentioned... mr negative uh, okay because he's yeah, like meant, this he... negative yeah, character because they mentioned Mysterio, and I was like, well, they haven't shown him yet. Is that him? Like, is that their interpretation? Like, I had no idea. No, he's Mr. I, Negative. I don't know. I did. I, yeah, I did. I did. I did. I did. Like, a fishbowl head, so I didn't know. Didn't seem well, like it was him. It would make sense because uh, Homecoming 2 or, or whatever the fuck, the next MCU Spider Man villain is supposed to be Mysterio. So, okay. hmm. we'll see what happens. But, I mean, aside from that, there is literally not much to talk about about Sony. Uh, Microsoft definitely had more to show. Uh, we didn't even talk yeah. about it real quick, and I kind of like you know don't don't want to spend too much time talking about it. But I, we did forget to mention that uh, Microsoft did buy five studios. One of them being fucking Ninja Theory, which yes, so Enslaved Two coming soon. God, we can. I'll bet on it even. Ugh. But yes. anyway, let's uh, let's go ahead and finish off with Nintendo because they as well they definitely played it safe. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, e3 wasn't exactly. It was tempered by all the leaks that like happened in all fronts. Like I don't think Let's Go Pikachu was supposed to make the announcement that it did. I think that was going to be a big part of their e3 presentation, and then they decided to get ahead of like all the leaks that were coming out. Um, yeah. But definitely excited. Like Nintendo's in one of those weird spots again, where um, just like with the launch of the Switch, I mean they had Zelda and Mario out the fucking gate, and now. They have Pokemon and Smash Brothers out the gate, mm-hmm. both coming out this year. Yeah. So um, I'm very but excited to say no, that. No new Donkey Kong, right? Nothing like that? No. Okay. No, no. no new or Metroid. Super, or Metroid. We know Metroid's coming, but they didn't show anything. Super super uh, Mario Party. That's going to be pretty neat. D- um, they ditched a fucking I, car. I, I did like the idea of taking the multiple switches and kind of lining them up like a yes. game board. I thought that was kind of a cool idea. That's for sure. neat, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's interesting. You'd be Guys, you'd be surprised because I'm like, you know, you're all thinking like, that's way too ideal. That's not going to happen. But you'd see the amount of people that take their switches like the fucking bar. It, sh- it happens. Like, um, the, yeah, yeah. I actually I actually got a switch like the week what? of E3. 
Yeah. What? Nice. Yeah, that's yeah. the real news. Like, like, like Smash to me was like, okay, like I better, I better get this while I can. Um, but they had some really good trade deals going on the week of, which hey, I mean that makes sense. Like, why not hit them with a the one-two punch? Give you the Nintendo news that you want and expect, and like, oh yeah, by the way, you can get a Switch super easy right now. So it was, it was good that I could finally jump on board. Um, but fuck, man, I don't even care about most of the games they announced. All I care about is Octopath. Dude, have you played that such a good game? I did. Holy fuck, man! Like that to me is like I love Bravely Default. Everything that you're and doing played... in that too is gonna carry over into the game too. Yeah, and like that's the only reason why I had my 3DS for the longest time was because of Bravely Default. And now that I got something like this, like, yeah, hell yeah, it's it's like everything I want in an RPG. Absolutely. Um, the Damon X Machina that looks pretty interesting, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Um. Fire Emblem Three Houses did not get the acclaim that I expected it to. No. I think everyone's just pissed off we still don't have Advanced Wars, so they're just taking it out on Fire Emblem at this point. <laughs> I, <laughs> although it would be cool to get a get a decent Advanced Wars game. That Battalion Wars shit did not fly with me. No. And uh, did you guys see this game? They I think they've it's been announced since last year, but I saw they're coming with it on Switch, that Wargroove. Oh, have you seen anything no. on that? No, I haven't seen look, shit uh, look, that. Look, look, look up Wargroove. It looks like fucking uh, Advance Wars, but it's more of like a fantasy setting. But it looks just like Advance Wars. Oh like no, I, no, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's an yeah. indie, it's an indie event, it, dude. It, yeah. It, I, I and it's coming out. It's coming out to eShop very, very soon. Okay, I know if it was already out, but I know they had showed it like in one of their like Switch rolls that they had. Yeah, like, the games coming yeah. out. So no, but there's it this looks... other Advance Wars game that's pretty neat. It's called Valkyria Chronicles Four. And well, yes. uh, okay. <laughs> Is that coming to Switch? <laughs> hey, deluxe what? edition. Yep, it is. It is. is. It? No shit. Oh wow. It okay. absolutely is. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. Good, That's good. the thing. Almost everything's coming to Switch at this point. Like, put it That's on. Yeah. Yeah, but like, no new. Okay, with Smash coming out, and and especially like the fact that they put like the Invitational out there and Splatoon. The fact that there's still no information on Nintendo's online service as far as how it'll work. They're just maintaining it so far. Like, yeah. if the big news is just going to be like, whatever you guys have been doing now, that's how it's working. That's going to be a real fucking bummer. But, like, they really do need a dashboard. There needs to be something in play. Really? Um, but aside from that, yeah, Nintendo played it very, very safe. Um, I I think they spent way too much time on Smash, though. They did. They, they got way into so many much. specifics that it could have been its own separate direct for all the shit they were talking about with all, like, yeah. the... Here's what we changed with each character, all 40-something of them. Fuck there's it. 68. 60, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, because uh, there's 66, like, yeah. and then they did Inkling and Ridley. Inkling, and, yeah. Which I think um, if, like, the Amiibo Displace fans look anything, and not only that, with 68, just they rounded it off to, like, 70, um, there might be two more announcements, especially it would make sense given the, the time frame of it. Like the window, since it's releasing for holiday, I guarantee yeah. we might have two more directs with two more character reveals. But I, I, I want to say too, like uh, in terms of like other stuff from Nintendo, they are going to be doing a direct soon for for more stuff. From what I understand, like, I'm, they say what in particular, or just like more like new no, games just or more more announcements. Oh, okay, that's good. Well, I mean, they they'll probably have stuff coming up this summer. Like they'll have. They could do something Smash related to Evo, possibly they could. Uh, you'll have Gamescom, you know. There'll they'll be other that things they can do. A lot of sense. There's one thing, and then of course they've was... they've got they've got Nintendo World as well. Like that's their main jam, right? So oh, fuck, I totally forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
There's one thing I totally noticed, though, if you guys didn't notice, and, like, well, we can close out the E3 talk from there, because really there's not much else to talk about. Um, I noticed a lack of 3DS games, because there were yep. fucking none. None. Yeah. So, so much for being, being uh, supported through 2019, right? Like... I mean, Maybe that's the, what it's going to be. Uh, the newest 3DS release, and it came out on Switch, was uh, Sushido, which is still mm-hmm. weird to me that that's a Nintendo game. I thought that was just like some third-party game that was getting some uh, platform exposure, but no, it's a Nintendo-ass yeah. game. But, huh. um, I mean, there there's still more they can do, but honestly, like when you think about it, all Nintendo needs is Pokemon and Smash. Like it's like everybody's already like, oh, they lost so much of like their their shareholdings from that like fucking presentation. But really, like Smash prints money. It does. Pokemon, yeah, prints money, and like just whatever residuals they're getting from. Do you do you understand how many people fucking re-downloaded Go after like that announcement? Sure. Like, you know, all honestly, of the people. <laughs> like, if you go back, it, the fact that it's a remake of Yellow and it does a bunch of other stuff, like, it's not even a game for the Pokemon fans. The game, it's just like Go. It's for everyone. Mm-hmm. So, like, Nintendo set. Uh, yeah, we're not yeah. doing that. Who won E3? Shit. This E3 is a chill. I'm uh, I'm down with a chill E3. We've got plenty. Like, even then, uh, I'm glad we didn't like. I I was a little like miffed to hear that Sony was like talking about a successor to the PlayStation Four. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa fucking pump the brakes. Yeah, like, yeah, hold the, on. What about the PlayStation Four Pro and like the vi- like? I'm cool. Like we can we can ride out this hardware generation a little longer. If anything, Let, give yeah, me more see shit where it with goes. VR, which is weird. Uh, from software are the people from from software and Bloodborne? They have this uh, VR game that we didn't even mm-hmm. check. like. That's gonna be fucking weird. Either way, we're gonna write some other stuff and do something to that fact. We have reviews and whatnot, but I think it's time for uh, episode end. Real quick though, before we do episode end, let me just ask one question. We won't do the who won E three thing, but just uh, overall from each of the people on the show, what was your surprise? Like biggest surprise of E three? Oh, Battletoads, easily. Okay. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm so stoked on it. What about uh, you, Sam? Still, Metal Wolf Chaos. I never thought I'd see. I never thought I'd see the day. If I'm totally honest. Hmm. Um, mine, which obviously you're gonna be pretty obvious to know, it's a Destiny related thing. But they kind of, as E3 was going, they announced uh, with the next expansion for Destiny 2 that they're gonna kill off a character. <laughs> like they were pretty blatant about it. Um, and, and so I thought that was kind of a shock that they're. Bungie, I think in that sense, they're taking some risks with their narrative. Like, they're just not scared to kill off characters and do things for the narrative's sake. Because that's something that's been kind of lacking in Destiny. So I'm actually really excited about the expansion just for that reason. Kind of gives you a reason, in a sense, to, like, you know, have a reason to play the game or do something. There are a lot of expansion announcements. Like, even then, between Mario plus Rabbids, uh, fucking Cuphead is getting DLC. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. Third character, yeah. Um, and extra extra missions and stuff, yeah. Prey, Prey got uh, expansion that like came out like, that day. Available came out that day. Yeah, yeah. Which, man, if you guys haven't played Prey, and I know we haven't done a review or talk much about it, but like just from the little I have played it, I would. I'm definitely gonna do a late to the party on that that game. I fucking really think it should be talked about. I, I wouldn't mind playing it at some point. I've always dug what that what that company does with Dishonored, so I'd be interested to try it. Um. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely excited over like, 
I, I'm honestly Sony kind of came off a, a little weak. I mean, just because I didn't see a whole lot that was new. Ghost is like what's new. They played it very safe, but that's fine. Nintendo played it very safe, but they played it safe with stuff that like we knew that was coming. But now we have details and it's really enjoying. And honestly, um, it it sucks to hear that like and really feel that the Wii U was nothing less but a stopgap system, but. The fact that like the Switch has now come around and like really becoming a new thing and kind of bringing Nintendo into this new, um, just direction where like it's it's the hardware that I want to play uh, again over anything else versus though the hardware that I feel like I have to play just because it touches on some you know stuff that I still give a shit about is great and like honestly I I still touch my Xbox I still play it very much I I'm still. I'm excited that there's still stuff coming out for it. I just wish that, like, like I see if Thieves kind of scratches an itch that I have. I just wish there were people. But, like, it's just we're older now, and, like, the dynamic yeah. is different to what can stay on top of it. And you know what's funny? We went this whole goddamn show without talking about Fortnite, but I downloaded it for the Switch. And I, uh, I, I, haven't, George. I haven't touched it, like, with anything else. So I don't have a account that I can't, like, retrieve. But... I'm going to climb down this uh, rabbit hole and and kind of come back out in the next show and kind of talk to you guys about it, and we'll, we'll see maybe, what goes from there. May, may, maybe I'll do the same because I've not played Fortnite at all, but I guess uh, I guess apparently Switch is the best version to play for newbies, so maybe yep. I'll, I don't know. That's exactly what And I'm you know, I think uh, at that point we can talk about the whole controversy behind it as well. Yeah. Yo, with the, with the Epic stuff in PS4? Yep. Which I still yeah. don't, like, PUBG's got fucking nothing Nope. Like I, it. Oh my god. But anyway, I I think that like with that, it's a good good spot for episode end. Cool. Yeah. All right. So this is Press Pause Radio E3 2018 special. If you like what you listen to and want to hear more, you can definitely subscribe to us on iTunes, as well as you can subscribe to us on Stitcher. Uh, and you can find us in other places like uh, Scatter Radio, SoundCloud, and more. And we're on a dozen other directories. We uh, get updated with a new episode at least once a month, if not sometimes twice a month. Uh, and we have other content as well. We do editorial reviews, uh, opinion editorial, videos, let's plays, and streams that you can find on our YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash the PPR broadcast and twitch.com slash press pause radio along with some other published works uh, like Press Pause Video. Uh, and even then, we're going to try to put our uh, a podcast on other platforms. Uh, and we've also uh, got a Steam page where you can join our Steam community. We are not very frequent in it, but uh, definitely... We would definitely like to kind of get more of a schedule going to where we can play and hang out the way we used to. And that's that's in the works. It's something that's being discussed. So... Uh, just figured we'd throw that down, and who knows? We might get a game fest for fucking Fortnite. I I wouldn't mind. God, I yeah, don't because know. it had it has native we're, fucking chat. Has native yeah, chat, which is yeah, weird. Yeah, Stranger things have happened. We we played League once, so we did. Play Stranger League things once. have happened. Jesus. <laughs> um, but we also uh, are home to one of the coolest fucking, if not the leading authority on shoot 'em up video games on the internet. Go ahead and take it away, Sarah. Well, frequently we upload uh, episodes of Bullet Heaven uh, to our YouTube channel and subsequently post them on the site. 
Uh, we're still knee deep in switch reviews for uh, for the genre. It's just never ending. So we've never. got a few more of those coming, but hopefully we can branch out into other things. I'm also prepping up uh, a new entry in our game quest series. Uh, we're going to be taking a look at uh, Seg- uh, Sega Dreamcast shoot 'em ups, uh, which we're only actually uh, missing seven Japanese titles and eleven titles overall. So. That'll be interesting to take a look at once that gets rolling. I want I want to be in on Gunlord if it wasn't already like I want in on Gunlord. <laughs> well, Gunlord was actually already uh, already reviewed a, a while ago, but damn it, um, there I will didn't know still if you're be re- to touch on it again. So, oh, we will, we will. And also, I saw you posted some new music not too long ago, so I would recommend that people check oh, out yeah. the YouTube channel. Should definitely take a look. I think uh, "Missing Twin" was the track, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, that's right, "The Missing Twin." It was actually a remix of something called "Gemini Strike." Um, so the uh, the idea was is that it was a remix based on that tune for a standalone lonely version of something that I reviewed uh, two versions of on the previous one. So. Um, it's it's a pretty decent track, but uh, even more is coming, and you can check it out at SMP um, smpmusicproductions.bandcap.com, which I'm sure we'll link below. Yep. So with that being said, unofficial Press Pause Radio episode 111, otherwise known as the Press Pause Radio E3 2018 special. If you guys have any thoughts, if you thought we missed out on like anything. Feel free to hit us up at our Twitter, our Facebook, fuck, even our Instagram. Like, we uh, we all lead very busy lives, and unfortunately, um, uh, if we haven't already, and we, I'm just, I don't even know why we didn't start the fucking, I'm, I'm an awful, horrible friend. Why You guys need to call me out on my bullshit more. Um, it is Father's Day as we record this, and I just want to extend a happy Father's Day to all the fine fathers at Press Pause Radio who fucking recorded and work with us constantly and do what they can for both the brand, the site, the podcast, everything, and their respective families. And happy Father's Day to everybody out there as well. Definitely. So, yeah. Um, Enjoy your cargo shorts and your barbecuing. Yes. Or my fucking my jorts. There you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, this is Georgie Boy's axe, and like, fuck, it is. I think the heat's finally getting to me. <laughs> this is toast, and uh, it's probably because you keep on wearing those flannels, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the original Sarah. It's been hot as balls up here, too, so I know the feels. Damn. Hot feels. Dogs are my lions The silent ones are my choir The women will be my soldiers With the weight of life on their shoulders Drink until you've had enough I'll drink from your hands I will be your warrior
this queen. Love.